the Frames Per Second Podcast. that article every year these liberal elites kidnap a bunch of normal folks like us and hunt us for sport the last i heard free speech still exists don't first amendment me it wasn't real we were joking there's been a killing spree you gotta come here right now you actually believed we were hunting human beings for sport. <laughs> but you are. What's going on? It's your boy Nikki Doucet, a.k.a. Mr. No Disrespect. And you're now tuned in to the Frames Per Second Podcast. In this episode, you're dealing with a limited team, the Corona <laughs> Crew. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> uh, we we appreciate y'all listening, and uh, we're just trying to give y'all something to keep y'all minds off of everything that's going on. But please be safe out there and make sure y'all keep your hygiene up but to get on with this show uh this episode we are reviewing uh the blumhouse another blumhouse production yeah um the the hunt uh the controversial political film that should have came out what last year Mm -hmm. but they pushed it back because of the um the mass shootings in ohio and all over the country i unfortunately uh, you get used to it after a while but yeah it's pretty much the premise is just uh what was so controversial about it was just like trail strangers mysteriously wake up in the middle of the forest and it's uh like basically like uh hunger games but rated r mm. and um but it's more about liberals versus conservatives with the liberals being the ones that's doing the hunting and the conservatives are being hunted so uh yeah that's pretty much the premise of the film uh starting off they they started off the film hot too like um you see well you start seeing that text thread the text thread that pretty much starts the whole hunt which or allegedly, I did, at first going into the film, I thought the hunt was already a thing. Mm-hmm. But from as you as you watch the film, you kind of realize everything is happening just a year later when you when you um, get to the end. But as far as the beginning, you see the text thread that starts it all, where one of the uh, people say we should just you know hunt these deplorables and just kill them and, <laughs> and ride them off, and and from there you just see uh, the plane ride right where they're in the plane and it just looks like. A normal plane ride with a guy mm-hmm. talking to the wait uh, the stewardess, and then all of a sudden you just see this drugged out big dude mm-hmm. in the back just coming out of nowhere, and that's when you know shit is getting fucked up or something's crazy happening. What did y'all think st- as far as it starting off and that plane scene in general? Well, I missed all of that. Uh, I was sitting in the wrong theater uh, for the first twenty five minutes. <laughs> you, what Are movie? You what movie were you I'm watching? Dead ass serious. Nothing. Nothing. I was sitting there just watching the trailers go by, and I was in my phone. I'll tell you, the, the when I walked in the theater, the first thing I saw was the white blonde chick. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing I saw her on the screen with the little thing in her mouth. Okay, so you didn't miss too, too much. Yeah, yeah. So I, I appreciate everything you just said because I missed all of that. Wow. Well, then, all right, well, then I forgot to do one thing. Did you, What did y'all think of the film? Did y'all like it? Hate it? Why are you looking at me? Because <laughs> you always go first. <laughs> nah, man. I I I I didn't, and I think it's my own fault, only because I didn't know the shit was a satire until that motherfucker fell in that goddamn pit. 
<laughs> you talking about the girl? <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah. And there was some other moments I was at that. I was like, wait a minute, that that don't. Wait, is this? And then when she fell in the pit, it just confirmed it. And she just sitting in there with the spikes. And then he pulled her out, and she was still alive, and they were running off. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh my god! I said, oh my god! I just put my head in my 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 head in my hand, and I'm like, oh my god! What the hell am I about to watch? And so you checked out from there. I gave it a chance. I gave it a chance, but <laughs> the ending just just didn't didn't close it for me. What about you, Mike? Um, well, unlike Ken, I don't I don't think it was smart enough to be a satire. <laughs> I more looked at it like it was a spoof But Entertainment factor I was entertained Yes Um, I thought the message was garbage You know um, But just as a general You know people getting fucked up Cool fight scenes I was happy when I left the theater I I was laughing but yeah, it was just the messaging that they were trying to put out through the film. I thought was I did. And, and, yeah. For me, I enjoyed myself as well. Like I, I really had a good time. The fight scenes were actually. It reminded me like it was, did they try to do a political take of Kill Bill in a way? Mm. <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the messaging. It, that's why it confused me. Um, a question. I, we'll get back to more of the beginning. But the question I had was just like, as far as what the film was about, was it a spoof or a satire, or is it just more of we just doing some wacky kooky shit because this is the era that we're in. I um, they built at, at what I read because I had to go research, figure out what the fuck I just watched. So I was like, okay, was this intended to be a satire? So what I read built it as a satire. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mike is is more spot on as it being more of a spoof than a satire. Um, there were I did laugh out loud. You know, I did laugh out loud at, at a lot of moments after I kind of resisted it at first. <laughs> <laughs> but then it, they just they got me, um, and I think like a quarter of a way through, I was like, okay, if I would have came in with the expectations, because I felt it was more Sharknado mm-hmm. than um, than the Wayans Brothers, like scary. Well, maybe it was scary movies, but I was, yeah. yeah, it was more more Sharknado for me. Mm-hmm. I got a Sharknado feel with some of the things that they were doing mm-hmm. uh, than anything else. So if I would have went in knowing it was a Sharknado like movie, because I, I like Sharknado. So I can watch movies like this and get the enjoyment out of it, but again, my expectations were were set, and I think maybe I kind of that's so so yeah. I I, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I looked at it when I when I when I finished it because my halfway through I started getting annoyed because some of the political jokes were a bit too on the nose and they started to get really bad, and I started thinking I was like, this is like a really whack centrist version of like a Jordan Peele movie. Hmm. That the problem I had with the movie is it was nowhere near as smart as it thought it was. If they just went all the way out and just made everything stupid and goofy, they'd have been better off. But it seemed like they tried to take it seriously, to take it seriously at certain moments. And I, and I was like, but I couldn't know. tell if that was like a comedic genius type of thing because like some of the stuff they were saying, like you could you can't take that seriously, but it is talking about something in a way. You know what I mean? Like, like the like. In well, like after the airplane scene, you you get to the uh, where they wake up in the in the in the desert. That's when you start seeing like, oh, they taking people's heads off, literally. Yeah, I wasn't expecting Emma Roberts to die in the first me like, neither five minutes of the fucking movie. Or Is even that the one like it, that almost hit me. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I was like, 
I I thought she was gonna be the main character Me aside too. the blonde because she's a big act not exactly. a big actress but she's a no name for this film yeah she's a no she name died immediately I'm and like, the guy wow. did too like the guy, the guy from This Is Us yeah yeah <laughs> they took him out oh, that's too who that was yeah that was uh, Kevin from This Is Us I did not expect him to die at all yeah so like you see that happening and like the people escape there's more killing but people escape to this gas station and then we meet the that gas station couple mm-hmm. and from there like. After that whole situation happens, their conversation after they've killed the the people that they came into the gas station. Yeah, I started getting really annoyed. Wait, that's it, what it was. That's what it was like. It, this has to be a joke, right? Wasn't it all white people? Yes. And the one well, white black guy, the the, the hip hop guy that dressed all oh, cool and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, Vanilla Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. Well, they they explain why that was at yeah. the in the end. They explain why that was, but I thought you were talking about as far as the. Um, the liberals. It was all white people. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just well everybody in the damn film except for the one Indian dude was white. But I just started getting annoyed when um, they were like, "Oh well, they're shooting guns at you, and you know, don't you believe in stand your ground? Aren't they doing what you guys want them to do?" It was like, "All right, this is a bit too on the nose." And yeah. then after they killed them all, you know, then the guy runs over and he's like, "Oh, climate change, bitch!" And I was like, "All yeah. right, dude, really?" And then it was just it was just more and then That's why I he, feel like it had to be like that they had to know they were just doing that shit just to fuck with people. No, I don't think they were taking that part seriously. It was just it was like they were just going too far to oh, where it started yeah. to get to the point where it was like, all right, this isn't really funny. This just sounds like these are really bad forced jokes. Mm-hmm. Like it was like every every liberal trope you could think of, they fought like tried to shoehorn it into parts of this movie. Like the guy says something about you guys, and she's like, "Oh, did you say you guys? Did you like? Oh, yeah, I mean to misgender you." It's like, "Come yeah. on, are we really doing this?" And it was just like joke after joke after joke that really weren't that funny. And so I just started getting. I mean, maybe it's just me being a snowflake. No, I you. Guess, no, I mean that's just like this is not that. That's funny, clearly guys. what the, the mess. They wanted to get those jokes off. I like feel they, like they, they were trying to be Jordan Peele, but they weren't. Yeah. They couldn't do it. And even when you would look at the conservative side, like they had their stereotypical jokes as well too. Like how I was thinking more of so the the um the guy who was calling out the refugees and stuff like that after the the guy who shot down the drone mm-hmm. after he got out after she uh demolished the gas station couple right and like he was just walking like he was like oh you don't believe like immigration this is not gonna make me rethink my uh oh yeah you know what I'm saying it was just like okay we get that this is what you want to talk about and that's how you getting that off yeah but even even the the you were talking about the uh, the store, like when they started talking about black people. Um, I don't remember. Remember they say, "Oh, she he's probably a person that says the n word out oh, loud." Oh yeah, yeah. And she was like, like "She's like, who are you talking about? Those people? When you say those people, like, oh, I meant black people. See? Yeah, and, and she was like, like African American." <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, are we really gonna do this the whole movie? And they, and they, they did. did. And they did. Yeah, and, it was and, very and what annoyed me because I didn't think it was funny, and I I got the attempt at humor. I just think the delivery. I, I don't mm-hmm. think the joke was funny. And but the people next to me and they were black. They were laughing their ass off. I'm like, y'all actually really laughing a lot. They was. Wow. This, I I realized this. It, it's and I was connecting this because I had a conversation about my friend with Family Guy, and I was like, the reason why I think Family Guy. Has stuck around for as long as it has because it's not it's not above the cheap laugh, mm-hmm. like the real mm-hmm. petty cheap laugh that most comics or people comic writers they be like I'm not doing that. That's what this film reminds me of. It's like if you to me it's like if you like the political humor in Family Guy, you may like this film. 
that's at least how I would recommend. And it. I haven't never. I, I don't watch Family Guy. I'm. I don't think I've ever seen an episode, so I can't relate. But mm-hmm. it still felt kind of going back to what Mike was saying. Like it was very much. It was like message every yes. single time they yes. said something. Exactly. I'm like oh my god. Yeah. And there wasn't enough around it to make up for that. No, it wasn't. Yeah, because was all the whole crux, the main character Crystal, we can talk about as far as I don't know what you guys th- thoughts about her, but we don't really know that much information about her all the way up until the end, if that. But that was purposeful. Like this movie, to me, I think I think what happened was I think it was originally supposed to be a very anti-liberal movie, which is why it's so funny that all these dumbass conservatives got pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think what they did, I think they went back and they reshot certain scenes to make it seem like it was a very centrist movie. If you really watch it, the majority of the jokes are about liberals. The conservative jokes, they kind of just squeezed them in and they Mm. really weren't that impactful. Um, With Crystal, I think they purposely made it to where she doesn't fall on either side of the political spectrum. You know, when I finished watching the movie, I was just like, this movie seems like the entire thing is about canceling. And cancel culture. It's like instead of just canceling people, we're killing them all together. But then they make this point about how sometimes we get it wrong, where we try to cancel people and they're not actually who we got the name wrong. Yeah, not necessarily just got the name wrong, but it's just like we try to cancel somebody over some bullshit. Mm-hmm. So they tried to cancel Crystal, and it wasn't even the right Crystal. And at no point during the film does Crystal ever give any indication of her political affiliations. Everybody else does. You know, they it's it shoehorned with even Don. Don at some point comes out and says something racist. You know, um, everybody there you can kind of figure out. But Crystal, we really don't know what her political affiliation is. And that's why she's the only one that actually lives. I just felt like it was just very cheap. Like everything about this movie was just really, really cheap. It was still entertaining and funny. But I think th- the point that they were attempting to make didn't hit. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty much it. <laughs> Those words exactly was how I was thinking of it, but it it was very entertaining, and I think the action scenes were great enough yes. to break apart with you focusing on the storyline and the plotline, because obviously, like as we broke down, it wasn't that much there. So I wanted to figure out what were some of you guys' favorite action scenes of this film. Oh, that end fight! The end fight was worth that it. end yeah. fight was amazing. It was fucking great. That whole fucking fifteen minute long fight, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I think. Um, I just liked how I liked how she fucked up that gas station. I don't know why. Oh yeah, that shit was fire to me. But that end fight was it. It was a. I liked how they both got tired too, and then they, oh, <laughs> it yeah. was like, let me just take oh, the the cinematography and the camera shots. Mm-hmm. I I was impressed by that a lot in this film. Like I didn't expect it to be that. Like you have to focus a lot. Like you, the, yeah. You, there's scenes you just can't take your eyes off of because there's a lot going on, a lot of moving parts, and how bloody it was. I didn't expect it to be that bloody. I did. I did the sec- like like I said about a quarter of the way through when I realized there was really no plot to this and there was really no substance or meat it had to be bloody because it was just like if we don't really have much of a story here and we don't really have much of a plot we have to fall back on something but again it was just like like I remember when they when they had the part about um one of the guys was questioning you know why is there a pig I, mean, like I thought they were supposed to be vegans. Mm. Yeah, well, the, was the pig supposed to be? I don't. It's from the it's it's from an or uh, okay. So the pig was from nineteen eighty. Was nineteen eighty four, or is it? Um, fuck, shouldn't have had that drink. I don't know the year, but you're talking about no, no, not not the year. The book. 
it's from a book. Mm-hmm. I think it's 1984. Animal like, f- Animal Farm. No, 1984. Oh, 1984. Oh, that's what because she referenced. They the said they referenced yeah. that Animal yeah. Farm in the right in the, in the book. In the movie. Okay, well, maybe it's the book Animal Farm. Yeah, because I think, because that's why she called her Snowball and all that. That's why that was a... Yeah, but I thought the reference to to the pig being Orwell is because 1984 was written by George Orwell. Oh, uh, okay. I, I'm not, I'm um, unaware of that one. Is there, is there Orwell in, is there Orwell in Animal Farm? Oh, well, George Orwell wrote Animal Farm too. Oh, he did. So okay. maybe it was a reference it, to It was connecting both. to both, yeah. But, um... But yeah, like when they I were don't like, I remember reading this book. I thought everyone everybody. Yeah, I say I, even, I, even, I remember when yeah. they made that. I was like, I can't get away from this damn book. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> somehow. I'm talking about 1984. Yeah, I remember reading that in school. Hmm. For me, it was a long time ago. <laughs> me, me too. It was 1984. <laughs> 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 but they they also said something about you know why they give us guns. And uh, they were like, oh, well, maybe they want to make it more of an even playing ground, which is something that vegans yeah. say all the time. So it was like, I was like, you guys are not this smart. Like, why couldn't you make the joke more fluid? Does it make sense that Damon Lindelof wrote this and he also no. produced this? Nope, it did At not. At all, when I it actually s- made sense. <laughs> yeah, when I saw his name, I was like, he did this? Me yeah, that, that shocked me when I saw that. I was like, he did, he not only wrote it, but he also, like, this doesn't seem like something that he in his wheelhouse at all because it had a beginning, middle, and an end, <laughs> and nothing was. It was just clear cut for what it was. But then again, for once, this is something that he wrote on his own, right, without any sort of background material. Mm. You know, with Watchmen, he had background material mm-hmm. with um or the reference leftovers. material. With or would, would you say Animal Farm is is the background material for this? Not really, because Animal Farm is sort of like this, but not really. Because like there's not, I don't think this really follows any story directly from Animal. Farm. No, it doesn't. Whereas Watchmen did and Leftovers did, it still mm. followed the story. Granted, he changed the story up a lot for Watchmen. God damn it! Um, but I think maybe it's because I don't know. I don't know. Now that now that you said that, I don't know. I think maybe kind of going back to what your point about it trying to be smart. I think the Animal Farm reference was put in there to make it appear smart. That's like a frame of reference. Yeah, this is my source. Snowball, and then the way they wrote it to make it seem like it was like they had intent behind what they were doing based off this book. Mm -hmm. You know, so instead of it just being sort of like mindless action, I can Mm -hmm. see that. You know, because I, you know, I, I think the. I can't remember her name. Uh, what, what was oh, the, Crystal? Crystal. She was interesting because was she from the South? Because at one point- She her, was from Mississippi. Her accent was really, really heavy, and then at other times it was not. Well, because she talked weird. and like She did. She, like, she barely opened yeah. her mouth. Yeah. yeah. And then when she would talk, she'll say something like, Cra-. like remember that scene uh, where she was going through the bunker with the, mm-hmm. uh, with the, um, war, con- the war consultant? When she was oh, basically yeah. when she ran mm-hmm. through that and like when she was talking to him trying she to get inf- him up, yeah too. getting more information out of him she was like you know sometimes I'm just like like she just opened up her eyes wide oh, yeah. and this was what, quiet what? I didn't get oh, that she, she I, went, sometimes mm-hmm. I want to go mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I finally just mm-hmm. like I, finally, I didn't get it like was I this supposed to be either. like the woman's version of Popeye like is this the- <laughs> but people were laughing at that I'm like cause like she was basically I, I thought like, where's the joke for me it was just like she was basically saying like I want to kill people or I want to go crazy sometimes but I in my where I work at, I can't do that. So let me just get this off because I'm in this situation now. That's why, because he was wondering, like, why don't you just go home? You killed everybody, or, or even the part when they when the 
because they were on the train and the train it was supposed to be immigrants and then one of the guys was a plant uh and he was fake and then he was you know he was speaking in whatever his native language was and then you know it was like come on man you got to get us all killed so then funny. huh that was funny <laughs> yeah so and then uh you know he then it got rescued when they let us know that they were in Croatia right yeah and then the guy came that was uh that wasn't mm-hmm. the um the ambassador I want to say right so he's in the car interviewing them, and when she put her feet up, I don't know why I'm laughing. Because <laughs> it was so, it was oh, so quick. <laughs> but the way. noise, though, she went, and then she kicked him. Oh, did, did she do that? I didn't yeah. catch that. Yeah, she was, she yeah, was making she weird. made a whirring noise like it was a machine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear it. She was I making, she, that's what I'm saying. She just did some weird things. And, and, right. She was a little off. And it, it didn't match. Oh, my God. Like, that part didn't match her character throughout the rest of the movie because it was just so silly. She put over and no, it wasn't until it wasn't until the wow. end. Like towards the end, that's when she started re- like she started revealing like she was a little silly as her personality. Like that's what I, that scene that I was just telling you about, as far as like her just having her eyes open, just saying like w- that conversation with the National Guard consultant. Oh, like that oh. was a little silly. And then even her speech before she was about to fight with the uh, the main hit, uh, woman who set this whole thing up. Like mm-hmm. she was just like, "Are you you just gonna grill? <laughs> you gonna make grilled cheese sandwiches? Or are we gonna get on with this fight?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. she had a little personality with it. It just it just to me it was just like we don't know much about her, but we're following her. We're almost we're rooting for her. And we don't even know where she lies on, like you, Mike, mm-hmm. you were saying, like in the spectrum. And then we couldn't even know who to trust. We'll be back after this quick break. Cause like when she uh cause Dom, the um her last the last guy that mm-hmm. was survived with them, the original twelve, like that ending scene as far as her killing him, like, was that real? Oh, was I that... knew I knew that was bullshit. You think that was bullshit? Yeah, and she just killed think, him just because? Yeah. No, I think she killed him because of what that person was. Uh, what, what was her name? Hillary. It was a yeah, Athena. Athena. Yeah. What she was saying over the intercom. I don't think she was telling the truth. I don't think Don was ever working with her. Hmm. She, oh, really? You don't nah. think so? That's what I was. I was asking she, myself. She kind of like, implied it when when she finally met up with her. Yeah. In the kitchen, she said something. I forget. what She it was, was saying. She said like, uh, "How do you know that?" It, um, he wasn't lying or something like that. Right. And she was like, what do you mean? And then she was like, I just said what you would think I would say. Like, right. she was like, she was kind of like, I was, you don't know if I'm fucking with you or mm. not. Because he, Crystal was saying like, I could be the wrong Crystal. Like, there's a different Crystal that you were telling me about. I didn't even think about that. I thought, I, I, I think maybe I was so tapped out. I thought she basically confirmed it. She basically confirmed that he was not working with her. Mm. I think, it, again, this was another one of those things where it was trying to be smart and be like, oh well, you know, you liberals, you just kind of believe everything, and you don't bother to research it before you. She just literally react. said that. That was her it's soliloquy. Like, God, y'all are trying way <laughs> too hard right now. But yeah, Don was. I don't think Don was a bad. Well, I don't, there's no good guy, bad guy, really. But I don't think Don was actually working with Athena. But I don't know. When I was watching it, and she actually said the word deplorables, and they were kind of mm. going back and forth about deplorables, I was like. The first thing that came to my mind is I was like, why the fuck did Hillary Swank take this role? <laughs> and then I was like, I wonder if they casted her because her name was Hillary. <laughs> really? Because I, yeah, I was like, because I was sitting there watching this movie and I'm like, you guys are trying to be smart and deep and drop Easter eggs that are really whack. And I was like, I wonder if they really casted her. Because when she was talking, Hillary Clinton was the first one that came to my mind. It was like, these are the kind of goofy shit things that Hillary Clinton 
or that that people think Hillary Clinton would say. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder if y'all cast a Hillary Swank for this role because. <laughs> I just thought she couldn't get work. <laughs> she just needed a check. Maybe, boy. maybe I'm looking too <laughs> Ever since deep that Oscar, a, yeah. a very shallow movie. When she died in that movie, Million Dollar Baby, she died. That was her career doing down too. <laughs> but see, I thought that was that was why people considered her like a a list actress. But she ain't done shit. She since, ain't done huh? shit since. Like you can't even think of something that she's been in really. Wow. Well, yeah. Th- throughout this whole movie, it was just little shit like that where it got to a point where, unlike, like when when I watch a Jordan Peele movie. I know I have to watch out for shit because I know by the end of the film, there's going to be something that's going to reference back to something I saw at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And if I don't remember it, I'm going to be confused. But it was like halfway through this movie. That's all I was doing. It was just like, all right, I know they're going to drop another goofy fucking political reference that I don't really even have to think about that hard. It's just going to be so fucking obvious. Did you like the flashback when at the towards the end where they explain how all this happened? I thought they were going to do more with it because when the flashback came, I'm like, okay, now we're going to get some information. And then it was just really to set up the fight. Mm-hmm. That was it. And I'm like, I, I really got no real story here. And and that was the thing that, that bothered me. And then when they threw in the little part about, oh, you got the wrong uh, crystal. And I'm like, okay, what? What are we actually really doing here? Yeah, this movie just to tell jokes. Mm-hmm. And then or then even worse, like the real ending was confusing. Because I was expecting at least another fight scene from the, the, the airplane people, the stewardess or something like that. I thought she was gonna try to like kill her at the end or whatever. I did think but the it was food just, was poison. It, yeah, it, but it was just like uh, why, why, why would why would Because they've been riding with them for yeah, the they've been doing all kinds yeah. of they don't like them. It's just a job for them. I didn't know how but I, but at the same time I didn't know who to trust at that point. Because remember the limo drive or the um yeah, they got the embassy guy. He ended up being one of them. The gas station people. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't know which ones were who was good and who wasn't. In, in retrospect, it don't make sense because they were just employed. And why would they have poison on a plane? Because they didn't. There's no way they thought that they would even lose anyway. Well, because I thought you were. Because re- speaking of references, remember when the uh, the gas station guy was drinking a soda mm-hmm. and he thought his wife was poisoning him? Like you poisoned the soda too? Like mm-hmm. I was thinking like maybe that because she that asked her because she asked her like how does the champagne taste? Or something like that. Oh, that, that was only because it was that super expensive champagne. Mm. Now, that it was, was It was the champagne that he was referencing at the very beginning of the movie. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the guy uh, whose name is Dick. <laughs> Again, super on the nose. But the, when he gets on, he was talking about this champagne that was the most expensive champagne because it was lost in World War II in some submarine or something. Yeah. Yeah, you don't remember like when they were fighting. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm, why she w- didn't let the bottle break. That, I thought it was just an expensive bottle. I didn't, funny. I didn't know that was the, the when she threw the bottle at her, she <laughs> caught that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I took it because that was that was the bottle, the type of champagne that that guy was talking about. I didn't know it was that. One. I just knew that. I just uh, assumed that it was. Oh, this is an expensive bottle of champagne, and this is rich white people trying to. Well, I didn't have that context, so that's why I thought I was thinking more. Oh like yeah, because you. you weren't. You didn't see. Yeah, that. yeah, but. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that shit was funny. Yeah, that 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 ending fight scene was good. And I like the fact that it was like two women just duking it out. Because I was I was one, we don't get that many women action scenes like that. Like I can't think of so like when I, and when you see a good one, it sticks out. So yeah. it's just like wow, this was actually well done. It was really well done. Mm-hmm. I didn't think anybody was gonna win though, and I because I was thinking about the political part of it. Like you know, saying I was like, okay, so would they really have? Like the conservatives went out over the liberals. Would it just end up with them both dying? 
I was thinking that too because because ev- made it seem that way. Everybody was getting capped off quick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like for a movie like this, you usually be like it's usually like five people that make it towards the end, and maybe something else happens. But it was like, oh yeah, first five minutes, first ten minutes, first fifteen. Mm-hmm. It was like somebody was getting capped, or at least a group of people. So I was thinking like maybe she could end up dying in the end because the she, she was getting fucked up. Yeah, she was. When I'm thinking about the messaging, right? So there was always the political backlash and the controversy around it. So you have these two political affiliations going at each other in a movie. And, you know, do you really want to have one come out on top over the other? And and that's why I thought when she was like, oh, I got you too. I thought that was going to They both were just going to bleed out and die. And then you really have no winner in the end. You just mm-hmm. have, you know, the two parties that's basically fighting for different ideals. And that's probably the original plan. Mm. But they probably went back and changed it. Because it probably, I, I think you're right. I think it was probably more gruesome and more on, like, I can't imagine how more on the nose, but like more controversially on the nose than I it think was. originally they said what Crystal's political affiliation was. Hmm. I just think they went back and changed all that shit. Because I think at that point they really knew that they couldn't really make a super anti-liberal movie. You know, they already got the con- the controversy points because the dumbass conservatives thought it was an anti-conservative movie. Mm-hmm. But then they went back and they're like, well, shit, if this turns out to be a really anti-liberal movie, then we're going to we're going to kind of look bad. Yeah. So they're like, OK, well, let's just change it to where no one knows what the main antagonist's um, political affiliation is. Mm. So then it could just end. She gets away happily ever after. And then the whole point of the movie is, look, everybody, there's bad guys on both sides. But if you're somewhere in the middle, you're going to win. Mm. That would have been corny, too. Well, that's I mean, that's basically what we got. That's what we got. Like she's she's like a fucking libertarian. <laughs> Basically, how how they how they build it. Like when when it ended, I was just like, when that fight scene was done. Because at first I was like, okay, they're both dead because she was yeah she was she got stomach, stabbed yeah, twice in the, in the same like the same general area. So I was like, okay, they're both gonna bleed out, and that's gonna be the message of the movie that if you are a Democrat or Republican and you fight each other, you both lose. But then when she kind of like got up a little bit, I was like, oh, I see what they're doing. And then she she cleared it like. I don't see how I don't see anybody can be awake for that. Like you would pass out even as soon as it took. Bad motherfucker. (laughs) She was bad though. I ain't gonna hold you. And that dress was yeah. Hey, hey, you 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 ever watch Glow? Mm -mm. That's what she's from. Oh okay. But when when that happened, I was like, okay, that's the message of the movie. If you're somewhere in the middle, you'll survive. You'll survive. This this political war that we have right now. It was just like, dude, really? So can political movies work? Yeah, Jordan like, like, Peele's movies are political and they work fine. Hmm. But I thought about that when the movie was over. I was like, am I only irked by this because I fall not on the Democrat side, but I fall more on the liberal side, so I'm just annoyed? Or am I annoyed because it's really bad writing kind of caked into a lot of great action sequences? And I think it's more of the second. Like if this was a totally anti-liberal movie, but it was done really well, mm-hmm. and it pointed out the parts about liberals that I can't fucking stand. I'd have been cool with it, but it was just not very intelligently written. If it wasn't for the action sequences, this movie would have been. Yeah, this trash. is a, yeah, it's, it's a shit bomb. But movie. can you say that about Jordan Peele's films? No, you can't. Right, and I think that's the problem with this movie. They needed somebody maybe a little bit smarter or better with writing than Lindelof, because I know people think he's the best writer in the world, but he's not with this. He just wrote some great action sequences, but as far as the the plot and the context, it's kind of bad. Yeah, and I feel like the the satire I, I understand, 
um, because you know political cartoons and satire. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I really would have loved to see like a real hunt, <laughs> like the shit was like fucking for real, and that that it wasn't you know this big joke. Yeah. Um, and I I wonder if that would have made a better movie. You know, no. if they would have took it more serious. I don't. I think they I don't would, think I that's think all the satire was the, the the I think it was a way for them to play it safe. But we were satisfied I with the action though already. So I don't know if it would make it. But it was action. everything else around it that was bad. Exactly. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The story needed to be better. But if it was if it was more serious, I think the story would have been better. But see, if it was more serious, then they would have completely missed the point they were trying to make. I don't think there was mm. a I don't that's what I'm saying. I don't think Dame, Damon Lindelof is a good enough writer to have made that story serious and really work. The thing is with Jordan Peele films, I keep going back to him because he's the only one outside of, you know, Romero from doing the 70s stuff. But outside of him, Jordan Peele is the only person I can think of that's been able to pull off these subtly uh, political and socially conscious movies Mm -hmm. that are caked in horror or shrouded in horror, wrapped in horror. I don't think Lindelof is smart enough for this or he's not a good enough writer for this because like. It, again, it was just like every joke that they made was just so overly stereotypical. Like when they showed the the Middle Eastern or Indian, I'm not sure where he's from, guy, um, and he says, well, I identify as, what do you say, a white woman or something? Oh, no, he, he was playing the, the stereotypical, is this that towards the end when they were like review? Uh, yeah, when they were in that room and he says, I identify as a, he says something like, I identify as a white man, but I'm playing a refugee or something oh, like that. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, he yeah, said something. He, yeah, he definitely he says I identify as a white something. Mm-hmm. It was like, so now it's like, okay, now we're doing like the the trans jokes, and it's like, but they're not funny. And I heard a couple people in my theater laugh, but I was just like, okay. So the thing is, there would have been no way for Lindelof to make those points without them being complete jokes. Yeah, because he couldn't. He couldn't have made those serious. Because nobody would have taken the movie seriously. No one. Probably laugh even harder at that than what we got here. Oh, if he was trying to make it serious, yeah. I would have probably just at some point just walked out. Because I was like, I can't, I can't, this is too cringy, I can't take it. He's lucky that he made it more of a spoof. Because when I think of satires, I do think of, of movies like um, Night of the Living Dead, or like Candyman, or like uh, Get Out. But this movie isn't smart enough to be put in those categories. It's just not. Hmm. It's more of a fucking Shaun of the Dead type of movie. Where, yeah. Yeah, like Zombie Land. The uh, initial reactions, I think uh, there were some screenings done back in 2019 of the, the fall of 2019. They got a lot of negative reactions. Um, hmm. Mostly the audience members were, again, expressing discomfort with the politics. That's pretty much most of what these were early reviews were about. But... Um, I believe the studio that released it, what is it, Universal, they took a risk on it anyway. Because I think a lot of studios passed on this project before it ended up at Universal. Because they were afraid of the political you know, blowback from this film. Um, it, How's it, it doing? It's, it's, it was made for $14 million, but we don't know how much marketing is separate from that. And right now the box office is making half that. Wow. But it, it could be because... This is an outbreak. Yeah, yeah, this is an outbreak. So this is affecting a lot of. This is the worst time for this if, film. If to I'm come. them, I would I would blame it on the outbreak. 
Of course, you have to. Because when I uh, the I went since we didn't record Sunday, I went at twelve thirty, and it was in a small auditorium. How many people were with you? Um, maybe ten. Wow. See, that's that. If yeah, we man. Mike, we were just talking about this. I only had like maybe like saying maybe less than ten. I had less than ten in my theater. So yeah. it's like and that's why I don't blame all these other movies. That are supposed to be coming out soon or this month, like we were just talking about, Quiet Place Two got pushed back to the fall probably. They're they want they don't want this box office hit to affect because they know they got a good product. Yeah. What right. about the reviews? Any any any? Uh, it was what? split when I first watched okay. on Rotten Tomatoes. It was split pretty fair between uh, critic and audience, but I think the critic score now was higher than the audience score. Really? Yeah. The yeah the critics' consensus is that it, it's successful enough as a darkly humorous action thriller, but it shoots wide of the mark when it aims for the timely social satire. Yes, and I agree with them hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, they would have been better off just making this a movie about hunting people, but then it would have just been like, all right, well, we've seen this a we've bunch seen of times. Yeah, time, so yeah. What's the point? surviving the game, <laughs> right? Surviving the game, or or if it was more like a battle royale mm. slash Hunger Games type of thing, which was also kind of a political satire but mm-hmm. i don't know man i don't know i i enjoyed the movie but the political jokes just fucking irritated me a yeah. lot yeah when it was over i i just i i literally just stood there and just looked at the screen yeah i did that for me a little too. bit too like i was <laughs> like <laughs> i was like there has to be an after credit scene because this was too fucking empty yep. yeah I that's why i feel like I the like, ending was one. so there wasn't one the know. ending was i was expecting something to leave me like okay that was a little exciting before we ended but it was just like Okay, she gets on a jet. Well, she takes a shower, puts on a new dress, and gets on a jet and flies away. Okay, so that so. Remember, she was telling that story about the tortoise and the hare. Yeah. So did you catch the end when she sees the hare? Yeah. And so that was the whole point. It so was she like, was the hare. Yeah. So so when when you look at it from the from the other standpoint, it was like the the hare always wins. Mm-hmm. She adds an extra part because we already know the the story of the tortoise and the hare. The tortoise wins the race. But in her version of the story, the hare then comes in and kills the tortoise's family, eats all of his food. So when you look at her standpoint, she comes into the house. She kills technically the tortoise. She eats the sandwich. Remember she was making that grilled cheese sandwich? And I think she said something about the cheese, how this isn't regular cheddar. It's Mm -hmm. like some fancy cheese. She eats the sandwich. She puts on her rich dress. She takes the bottle of of whatever it was, champagne. Mm -hmm. And then it ends with... The steward is saying, how does the champagne taste? And she says, fucking great. So, like, it's like the underdog has finally gotten to the top and gets to taste what the elite has been tasting. Because none of that shit was her. Right. But she put it on and wore it. And she did make that grilled cheese. That grilled cheese looked good as hell. It's almost as good as that that, that one from Chef. You ever seen that movie, Chef? Uh, All I know is the way she was chewing and and biting (laughs) it. That had to be good. Man. I'm about to make me a grilled cheese when I get to the house. Let me keep Mm. talking about it. Let me call. Let me test the one. I'm like, have me a grilled cheese when I get in the house. (laughs) The bread already gone. I thought that was kind of. Yeah, I know, right? I'm saying no bread in the stores. I thought that was just kind of that was very on the nose because yeah. when I saw the hair, I was like, "All right." I thought the movie was going to end on that note. At I did that too. Point. I did too. And I was like, but we, "We're better than that." We're not though. <laughs> we're not better than that. That's why Mendel I said it, it's a, a lot of petty laughs. Or I, I just it just reminded me of Family Guy. I'm like, this is a this will be a, this is a movie that I can see Seth MacFarlane like writing. See, you know what? If this was a fucking cartoon, then this would have been yeah. fine. You're, you're right. I would have been like, all right, well, this is what I expect. It's supposed to be goofy and very juvenile, but that's not what I was expecting. 
And from the fact that you had the actual president of the United States saying that yes. people should not go see this film. With, for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Of the money. Yeah. They made half. You guys, I mean, I think if this wasn't for coronavirus, I think they would have at least broken even if not done. I think they would have probably better. at least done 20, 25. Yeah, because it's had a, a, lot, weekend. It's had a yeah. lot of pub. Mm-hmm. But like like you said, if no one's going outside. I don't know why they didn't push it back. Like everybody they, I think it was, probably, it was already too late probably. Too at that late. Point. They already had it set up well, yeah, ready to go. They, they canceled it and then, you know. Because two weeks ago, we weren't even doing this outbreak stuff. And this is when they were promoting it. Mm. So then like when the premieres is. But that that's also an, a, another point. Like after it was over, I'm like all of that controversy, all mm. of this stuff from the president for this, right? And I don't know, maybe it's symbolic of his presidency at times. <laughs> you know, what, now that you said, I think this is, I think this is like some lucky timing thing. Like, oh, this movie, we knew this movie wasn't going to be that good, but now that the president tweeted about take it, advantage of it. I guess that's what I was. Oh, you saying about. release it then? Yeah. Well. Just well, maybe yeah. They didn't take advantage of all of the attention that it got. Oh well, no, they tried. Did you see the poster? Uh. Uh-uh. So the original poster was just a regular poster, but now the poster is like the most dangerous movie in the yeah. world. The movie the president doesn't want you to see. Like it's all of the con- yeah. See, it's all of the controversy about the movie. That's what they put into the poster: demented and evil, sick, violent. They tried, but I think like you guys are saying, it was just it was just too late. They couldn't yeah. have if if this had gone on a regular weekend, I think it would have done a whole lot better than it did. Because it premiered what Friday the thirteenth? Mm-hmm. Black Friday. Which would have been I think that would have been perfect if it wasn't Corona. Mm. I think they would have been fine. Yeah. But because it, it again, it's not a bad movie. It's entertaining. It was worth my less than six bucks for yeah. me. <laughs> it was definitely worth my five eighty seven. <laughs> <laughs> they got me from 971. I, yeah, I saw those seats you was wiping down. It was like, too expensive. I was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Did y'all ever see Compliance? Mm-mm. It's the other movie. Now, I don't know if Lindelof did it, but that was advertised as the same people that did Compliance. And I don't know that Lindelof did Compliance, but Compliance is fucking great. And it's another movie that tries to be kind of it's the same director the same director who's yeah. the director craig zobel well he he did a fucking great job with compliance mm-hmm. so when i when i was walking into the theater that was something i saw i'd seen online mm-hmm. that oh it's a guy that did compliance i still didn't see lindelof's name so i was like okay this this has to be good this has to be good ah, sharp sharp right turn mm-hmm. well i'm looking at directors now when I see directors be a part of projects and like you just directed this, like you I guess just, he did a good job. Yeah, you did the, like because yeah. like like I said, the cinematography, the way sure. the ang- the angles, you you don't work on the script. The script is what it is. Yeah, you're Unless right. you, but now we see all these hy- multi hyphenated producers, mm-hmm. writers, actors, so we get used to that. But now, but I'm thinking about like most directors, like usually they're just like I did what the script said. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, oh. anything else? Not that I can think of. Don't do this shit again, Lindelof. <laughs> he was on. He was on a roll for a little minute, right? I wouldn't mind seeing them try this one more time. Really? Because I feel like this is leaning towards the purge type of atmosphere. Like, uh, like to Mike's credit, I think you were trying to allude to this. Like, how many more times can we see? Uh, we've seen Hunger Games. We've seen Divergent. We've seen Maze Runner. You've seen. You know what I mean? Like, we've seen the. I'm kind of. Well, I'm just saying, like, these are the these are the franchises that have come yeah, out that have I done this kind. Maze Runner. But um, but I I I just wonder if. They could get it right the second time if somebody else wrote it, maybe. Okay, yeah, if somebody else wrote it, sure. Because I'm thinking about Sharknado. Sharknado was so stupid. 
stupid that it became like this cult. But they knew it was stupid going into yeah. it. Yeah, I know, but they didn't know it was gonna take off like that. Sure, but I think they they walked into the room saying we're gonna make the most ridiculous. Stupid okay. movie where I I really genuinely think that these guys thought that some of this shit was smart. Okay. Because like there was there were things that really just didn't make any sense. Like why were they hiding Hillary Swank's face for half the movie? Mm-hmm. It's not like we knew yeah. her. <laughs> what? Why did it make a fucking difference? And then they 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 pan the camera around to show this big reveal that's not a big reveal, which makes me think that was another like afterthought. Like this was something that happened in the original movie, but they they changed it to suit this version. Yeah, and then like like even when she went into the store and she was like, "How much are cigarettes?" and they tell her, and then she kills them, and because then it reveals, "How did you know?" Oh, because cigarettes only cost six dollars in this place. But how would you know that? <laughs> and how do you know how to fight? How do you know? That's all why of I said we, well because she was she was military. Oh, she said yeah, she, she said she's from Afghanistan. She was military. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that that if I died on that. Random ass Bruh. fun fact. <laughs> you, I mean, you didn't think that maybe they just gave you the wrong change. You didn't even ask any questions. You're just like, oh, I'm just gonna kill these motherfuckers because I know that cigarettes cost six dollars. You gave me back two. Like it was just, it was just goofy. Some of the shit was just too goofy for me. Yeah. I and I think the thing it. about Sharknado is just so so ridiculous and right. unrealistic that you know it could become this cult thing and they could make more because they could just yeah. embrace the ridiculousness which is what they do yeah. which is why I watch every last one on with this they're trying to be smart mm-hmm. and i don't know if they can get rid of that part they're trying the to be both part. they're trying to have the, their cake and eat it too with this like i want to be ridiculous but also be smart see they need to just go either full sharknado or full like fast and the furious and just be like we're going to make this as ridiculous and goofy mm-hmm. and stupid as possible but they need to understand that when you do that you take you all serious. Yeah, you yeah. take all serious out of it. You can't try to force in these grand political yep. statements. You just can't. Yep, just embrace so just it. Do one yep. or the other. But and go to this Netflix. Didn't work. Yeah, yeah go, to go to Netflix. Netflix. Now, I was thinking that too. Like again, like in my head, like sometimes I'm looking at movies like this would have been great for Netflix. Not and it, and it could have like thinking about how Netflix works and the way that certain things take off from there. Imagine they put it on Netflix, fourteen mil. Uh, you know, Netflix paid and whatever. It could have been something that could have went viral. We see the dumbest yes. shit going viral on Netflix. Bird box. And yeah. yeah. This would have yeah, Love is viral. Blind and all kind of little weird, weird shit. Mm-hmm. So this could have went viral mm-hmm. on, on uh, Netflix just because of just the nature of how it works and how people talk. Yep. I agree with that 100%. All right. Well, th- that was our review for The Hunt. Let us know in the FPS podcast, Reddit thread, what you guys thought about it. Let, you, let us know what we missed. Uh, and just overall thoughts of the film also uh, check us out on twitter also make sure you subscribe and rate the podcast we're trying to get into more of a professional critic uh, (laughs) lane so make sure you give us a a good rating um, and also share uh, share us around let us uh, let you know your your friends know what we got going on yeah for real (laughs) yeah we came out in in, in the rona for you (laughs) (laughs) we dedicated for it that's dedication (laughs) for it (laughs) hey So, all right, that's us for this week. We out. Peace.